0: It's time for Tuesday Terror here on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
2: Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind presents Whispers of the Past, a production recorded both in studio and on location in upstate New York, written by Joshua Price and Joella Freeman, with sound design and directing by Joshua Price.
1: This is Christine Reagan. I'm writing down the secrets that have been hidden in this family for at least two generations, maybe more. No, that's not how I should start this journal. Damn it. How hard should it be to say? Yes, honey, I'm in the kitchen.
3: I was afraid you weren't here. You usually wait at the door.
1: I lost track of time this afternoon.
3: Are you okay, Grandma? You look like you don't feel well.
1: (coughs) Oh, I'm just fine,
3: dear. How was school today? You never were a very good liar. What's going on, Grandma?
1: Are you sick? Hey, what's that? (gasps) Why don't you sit down, dear? Perhaps simply sharing with you all I know be better than having you reading it in a journal one day after I'm no longer with you. What is it, Grandma? You're scaring me. Oh, no, no, no. Don't be scared. I'm going to tell you a story, that's all. Something I wish I had known when I was younger. Your life mirrors mine so, Jenny. see, I was raised by my grandmother, too. I know that, Grandma.
3: Great-Grandma Shannon died when you were about my age.
1: Ah, yes, that's true. But what you do not know is the real reason why.
3: What do you mean? She fell down a set of stairs, didn't she?
1: (sighs) That is what the official police report read. Tell me, Jenny, do you know what a medium is? A what? someone who is a living link between the world of the living and the dead. That is what my mother was, what her father, her great-great-grandfather was as well. You see, when my brother Daniel and I were still in school, my mother struggled to raise us by herself. After my grandfather retired from the bank, he and my Graham decided to move out here to the country and help mother with us kids. The problem was the only house available was a spooky manor house at the end of Beaver Creek. I never noticed how mysterious it was that my grandfather died only a month after they had moved into the house.
3: That old burnt mansion at the end of the road? It's all but fallen in on itself.
1: That is how it is now. But back then, it was something quite different. Something dark and foreboding. It was an evening in late September. Mother told us she was heading out to Graham's to get some sauce to go with our dinner. Hey,
4: Mom? I'm sorry I can't stay and visit. I'm running late. I just
5: need to borrow some spaghetti sauce.
4: spaghetti? have to i find
5: there. I knew that'd be the case.
4: Thanks, mom.
0: You
5: bastard but my father may not have seen you coming not known
2: what any of this meant but you've met your match with me
4: you hear that you've met your match i've done my research and i know what i am more importantly i know how to get rid of you cyrus sutton that's right i know who you
2: are i know what you did seen you in my dreams, you sick bastard, and I am sending you to hell where
4: you belong. Oh,
2: You'll have to do a lot better than that to stop me. Libera perum hic tam diu retentum. You You killed my father, you son of a bitch! You think I'll ever let that go?
4: Shannon? Shannon? Are you alright?
3: But your gram didn't notice the candles? Or a piece of paper with the exorcism written on it?
1: I guess not. Never really thought about that. If she did, She never said a word. Honestly, everything happened so fast. I was at an after-school program, and Daniel rushed down to the hospital as soon as he received the call.
0: Are you Daniel Reagan? I'm Dr. Israel Abernathy. Please, sit down. I just had a telephone conversation with your grandmother. She gave me permission to tell Tell you... Tell me
2: what? Are you trying to tell me my mother didn't make it? That she... That she's dead?
0: Yes, I'm afraid so. I'm so sorry,
5: Daniel. We did everything we could to revive her, but we just couldn't. Her injuries were too severe.
2: But my grandmother talked with her.
5: She told me that. And I explained to her that sometimes when people have extreme head injuries, they can speak in garbled tones. Again, Daniel, please accept my condolences... Unfortunately, your mother
0: was actually gone before she got here. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, to go to the cemetery following the service for the burial of the ashes. Come now to greet the family.
1: That was the first and only time I ever saw my brother cry conversation up at Graham's spooky old house, shortly after, didn't make anything better for either
4: of us.
5: Graham, can I have some
3: soda? I don't want water. Something
4: nice and cold. Yeah, there's some in the fridge. Should be good and cold. Help yourself.
3: Graham, how am I supposed to find the soda in here? There's so much food.
4: I know there's a lot of food. Everyone has been so kind, especially the Donovans. And speaking of the Donovans, I think, Daniel, you need to take a lot of that food down to them. And, and you know, she's got all those kids and with the, the, the farm help. They were really kind when they were watching over you two the last couple of days. You know, you two are all I have left, so I, I think it's time that um, you moved in here.
2: Grandma, I think you need to know one thing right now. Christina and I will stay here tonight. Do not ask us to move in here. Look, Mom just died. And Dad? <laughs> what a joke. I lived in my house for 17 years. It's all I've ever known. Please, don't ask me to move in here. It's all I have left of
5: my mother.
1: Did
3: social services actually allow you two to stay on at that house without an adult? Daniel wasn't 18 yet, right?
1: I'm getting to that. Oh, dear. Time really has been escaping me today. Help me fix dinner while I tell you what came next, honey. I'm making us my famous chicken tonight. Now... Where was I? Oh yes. We stayed at our house for a few weeks or so before the school reported us arriving late, rather frequently. Daniel spent a lot of time in the art room. He was very fond of his art teacher, Mrs. Harwood. Anyway, I digress. Where was I? Oh yes. We were late frequently. And that's when social services became involved.
4: Good morning, Daniel. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thanks. I have someone here I'd like you to meet, and maybe you could show her around. Sure, whatever. Daniel, this is Holly Burnett, who just moved here and this is her first day.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Hello. Daniel, you want it in the main office.
2: Me? What for? Why?
4: I don't really know. I was just told to dismiss you immediately. Now go. Whatever. Bye. Bye. Hello, Daniel. I'm Adam Doherty, and I'm from the Department of Social Services. Why are you Services. here? Well, your grandmother and I are very, very concerned about you and your sister. You have no very- reason to
2: be concerned, lady. We're fine.
4: Well, you're not old enough to be a legal guardian for me sister. I'm
2: 17 years old. I have a job. I have a license. We're not going anywhere, and that's final. You've wasted the taxpayers' dollars. You've wasted your gas. You've wasted your time.
4: Well, I know you're under a great deal of stress, Daniel, but the law is the law.
1: My poor brother tried so hard to keep it together for me but I knew he was as heartbroken as I was. He went to the cemetery that afternoon to gather his thoughts and was noticed by the new girl in his class, Holly.
2: One
3: of my friends helped me out. Well, guess what, Holly? I don't need anybody. I don't want anybody. If you'll excuse me, I have to get my sister from her right after school program. He
1: didn't even give her a chance? Not just then, no. When kids at school found out where Daniel and I were moving into, they started acting strange until I finally lost my patience for it.
3: You? I've never seen you lose your patience on anyone.
1: Yes, me, your old grandma, wasn't always the kind old lady you know me to be. I had spunk back then. When I lost it on the other kids, they finally told me that the house my grandparents had bought had a local legend attached to it. It was called Sutton Manor and anyone who dared live there died. I, of course, told them they were all stupid and just trying to scare me. But they weren't lying, were they? No, they were not lying. Not even a little bit, which I am glad I didn't realize when we moved in there. If I had, I wouldn't have gotten a wink of sleep. In truth, the manor was beautiful. Sure, it was spooky, way bigger than anyone needs, but its vaulted ceilings and 17th century architecture was exquisite. I guess you look at a place differently when it's about to become your home than you do when you're visiting it as a guest?
4: Yeah. Oh, hi. Here, Daniel, let me help you with that.
2: Oh, no, no, I got it. You go back to what you were doing. Okay. Hi, Chris. Let
4: me ch- help you no, with that. No,
2: that's all right. I got it. You sure? Yeah. Which room will I be staying in?
4: Whichever one you want, honey. It was that
1: moment that the curse of that house took hold of my brother. He wasn't the same after that.
4: Daniel, Daniel, what's wrong? Daniel, Daniel, are you okay? Uh, uh, Daniel!
2: Sorry, yeah, I'm fine, really, really, I'm fine.
3: I
4: have no idea. I have no idea at all. Hey, Daniel.
5: You know, I didn't mean Uh,
2: to. Stop, Holly. It's really me who should apologize. I didn't mean to snap on you in the cemetery. It's just since my mother died, everything that's gone on between my grandmother and my sister. It's just been hell for me, you know?
5: Yeah, I completely understand, you know? My father, he died in a car accident two years ago.
2: I'm really sorry, but if you don't mind my asking what happened, how did he...?
5: It's okay, I'm fine now.
2: I don't think I'll ever be fine.
5: You know, Daniel, it's not okay that she's gone, but everything is fine.
2: I hope so. What did you say happened?
5: Well, my father was a tractor trailer driver, and he collided with a car, and they both rolled down into a ditch. My father died immediately. He snapped his neck, but he wouldn't have been able to live with himself. He survived. Why? The person who was driving the car was a pregnant mother, and there were two kids in the back seat. Did they all? Yeah.
2: i really sorry, honey.
5: It's okay, it's been two years now. You know, Danielle, don't mind me saying so, you... You look like you haven't slept in a week. It's
2: because I haven't.
5: Well, you know, the key to success is rest, and you really ought to take better care of yourself.
2: It's not just what happened to Mom. Since i moved into my grandmother's house, I've... I just, well... Well, never mind. It's just that I'm tired.
5: You can tell me, Danielle. You can trust me, I won't tell you, and I promise.
2: It's not that I'm worried about you telling anybody. It's just, I'm not sure if you'll believe me. I mean, hell, I don't even know if I believe me, you know?
5: Go on, I'm listening.
2: I was heading up the staircase when an image took over my mind. I saw a woman being dragged on the same set of stairs back in the 20s or 30s. It was so real and the fear of it all was overwhelming.
5: You really saw that stuff when you moved in? I mean, like, you never saw anything like
4: that before?
2: Not at all, actually. In truth, I've only visited a handful of times since my grandparents moved into the area. I mean, sure, the house is big and creepy, but I've never bought into the idea of the supernatural before now.
5: That's really odd.
2: Wait, I'm just getting started. Hey, I mean. Chrissy, do you need anything?
3: Nope. Just on my way to bed. Thought I'd stop in and see how your room's coming. It's fine. I was wondering, are you sure you're really okay? I mean, really.
2: Yeah, Chrissy, I'm fine. Just having a little trouble readjusting to all this, you know?
3: Yeah, me too.
2: Chrissy, <laughs> you need to know something. I'm always going to be your big brother. I'm always going to take care of you. Just because we live here, that doesn't change that. I'll never let anything bad happen to you.
3: Yeah, I know. Thanks for being my big brother. Well, it's past my bedtime. I'm going to go lay down. You need some rest, too. You can finish this tomorrow. You're right. I miss Mom, too.
2: I know. I'll manage Good night. night. So I lay in bed for a while, unable to sleep. Then I heard it. It was this whispering voice calling to me. No. Wow. Back to bed. No, what? Go. Go.
4: Go. So
5: so she didn't see him?
2: No. To be quite honest, I wasn't even sure that I saw him. Then later that night, I had the weirdest dreams.
5: Dreams? What dreams?
2: Well, I saw
0: Damn it, Beatrice! What the hell is he doing here? I told you he was not to be let out again.
5: Cyrus, he must eat. If he doesn't, he'll grow well.
0: He can eat later. Please, can he just eat a little? No, he cannot. Don't question me, woman. Now get my dinner ready.
2: Then I was suddenly thrust ahead a little ways in time. And I saw, I saw the man beating the boy in the basement.
0: This will teach you to disobey me, boy!
2: (sighs) I'm not sure what it all means. The pieces don't really fit together yet. I know he killed his son, and he definitely did the same to his wife. And if not, he definitely hurt her. Why? Who is he? I don't want my sister to find any of this out. She's been through more than enough. I did try to talk to my grandma about it the next day, but it didn't do me a lot of good. Hey, Graham, can we talk for a sec? Sure, Dan. What's
4: on your mind? Well, do
2: you remember when I was little? and you told me I could always talk to you about pretty much anything?
4: Of course, yeah.
2: Well, I'm gonna tell you something, and it's kinda of sound, sound crazy. What?
5: What are you talking
2: about? Remember the day Kristen and I moved in here when I dropped my suitcase? Yeah. Well, when I was standing there, I don't know, it was like I was brought back in time or something. I saw a woman being dragged down the stairs by a man with really long hair. Later on that night, as I was laying there in bed, this voice called me out of my room, down the stairs, through the hall, down towards the basement. I thought I was going crazy until I turned around and he was standing there. He had to have been about 11 and then he just vanished. And if that's not weird enough, I went back to bed and I was having these dreams and they were like visions. I saw Daniel, Daniel,
4: you're not crazy. Let me tell you what's going on. When I was a little girl, and my grandmother, my mother's mother, passed away, I had these these dreams, and, and, I, and I thought I could see her everywhere. Daniel, that's that's just your mind trying to cope with the trauma that you've been through with the loss of your mother. It's just a coping mechanism. In time, Daniel, this, this will stop. Believe me, it, it will stop. Hey, Graham? Yeah?
2: Did you know who lived here before? Is there anything around that said any names or anything?
4: Oh, gosh. The family name of, um, give me a minute, Sutton. That was it. Sutton. Thanks. Sure.
5: Okay. Oh dear. Oh dear, dear. So, do you really think it's all on your mind?
2: I don't know. I just wish I had more to go on. All I have is a last name Sutton and that's not a hell of a lie.
5: I think I know someone who can help. Do okay. you have your car here? Uh, yeah. Come on, let's go. Okay. Just up here, the second place on the right.
2: Where are we going again?
5: My mom works at the town hall of records and Shelly's in today and I'm hoping she has the Sutton family on file there. Just let me do the talking.
2: All right, so right here? Yep, right here. All All right.
5: Here
2: we are. Interesting looking building.
5: Holly, how can I help you? If you're looking for your mom, she's not here. No, I'm not looking for mom. This is Daniel. He's from school, and uh, we're trying to write an essay about family used to live in the house. Thank you. Uh, help us with that. Yeah. i yeah. you um, particularly interested in the family with the last name
2: Sutton? That's
5: Sure. What's your address, hon?
2: Uh, Four nine six Sherman Street.
5: Let me see if I've got something in the back.
2: Holly, even if we do find out what really happened to them. How is it going to stop them from money?
5: Well, it depends on what they want. Some are hurt, and you need to help solve the problems, and some just want you to know what happened.
2: You know, it's not that I don't believe you, because I do. But how do you know all this?
5: My mother and I are... Well, kids, I looked in the resident file and found some information on Sutton's. Pretty mysterious family. They lived there in the 30s. Have a look. Can I take it home with me? I
2: don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'd probably be pretty good for me to be able to put specific facts in my essay.
5: Yeah. I guess since your mom does work here, you can bring it home. But make sure she brings it back in the morning. Promise she will. Thanks. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Good luck. Siri. It was nice to meet you. Yep. Listen to this. Cyrus Sutton accused of murder in the second degree. It says he killed his wife in a blind rage. It also says his son was never found. They believe that he killed him as well. Sutton claims the boy ran away months earlier, but people have said that they saw the boy at the house with his mother one day prior to the murder. The case was thrown out due to a lack of physical evidence, but Sutton served jail time for killing his wife. He then pleaded insanity.
2: Well, I know from my visions that he was at least abusive to the child. Wouldn't surprise me if he killed him, too.
5: Well, if Cyrus did kill the boy, it's safe to bet the child's trying to contact you. I say we ask him and see what really happened.
2: Well, if the boy is dead, how are we going to ask him?
5: We can use my spirit board. Go the long way home so we can stop my house and get it.
2: What's a spirit board, and how do you know all this stuff?
5: Well, most people don't know this about me, but since you're dealing with paranormal things, I suppose you'll be able to understand. My mother and I are Wiccans. The spirit board is an object which you can contact, like, near spirits with. Wiccans? Wiccans an ancient religion that's nature based. Mostly we just sense things. The only reason we're perceived as evil is that we, with Gaia's help, can perform rituals to help other people. Pull over oh. at the next house. Right here? Yeah.
2: Okay. Alright.
0: that do not concern you.
2: You killed mom and grandpa. You will pay for that, you bastard. I'm not afraid of you, Cyrus. I know what you did to your wife, and I have two questions. Why did you do it, and what did you do to
0: your son? I'm warning you. What happened to Victor and Beatrice is none of your concern. And the other thing, the girl, the intuitive one, Keep her away, or else. Or else what? You don't want to know.
5: Daniel! Oh my God, what's wrong?
2: Huh, uh, he knows. Cyrus knows we're coming. He oh called the child God. Victor. He called him Victor. He, he, he knows we're coming. How... He
5: senses my gifts. Come on, we need to go to your house. Let's go.
2: How do I know? He specifically said that not to bring him. He could hurt you.
5: Come on, let's go. All right, come on
2: in. Take your coat on Is anybody here? Oh, crap. My grandmother picked Christina from gymnastics.
5: He doesn't want me here. There's a very negative aura in this house. What does that mean? Can we go somewhere where I can explain?
2: Uh, You mean like my room?
5: Yeah.
2: Sure. Right this way.
5: An aura is a feeling bad or good. And the aura in this house is ran by Cyrus.
2: (laughs) What are we going to do about it?
5: Well, we close our eyes and we concentrate. And if the spirits are here, they'll spell out what they need to. Okay. M. Y. M. A. M. E. My name. I S mm-hmm. is V I C T O R Victor
2: Victor. His name is Victor, but how does that help us?
5: B A S
2: Basement. Right.
5: This way. Victor, are you here?
2: Victor? Holly, do you see him? No, I
5: don't see him. Daniel, look, he's over there.
2: Victor, you're the child from my visions, aren't you?
5: What happened to you when you
2: died? Hey, let hey, the boy talk. You two aren't afraid of me? Afraid of you? No, I don't think so.
5: I'm used to this sort of thing. I see. You two have a strong aura around you. Am I the only one that doesn't sense an aura? No. (laughs) Most people don't. Unless you were born with a gift or dead. No no offense or anything. No, I'm taken.
3: I've been trapped in this basement for some time. Ever since he killed me and my mother.
2: Is that what you've been trying to show me?
3: Yes, but I can only show you bits and pieces at a time.
2: I know. He could probably sense you were doing it, just like he can sense that Holly and I are trying to help you. He gave me a vision, warned me to stay away, but we won't. We'll help you.
5: Yeah, we'll help you, Victor. All we really know is what happened the night you died. He locked me in the basement most of the day and most
3: of the night. He felt I was getting in the way of my mother and his marriage. He worked late at night. She had let me out of the basement and let me sleep in my own bed at night. that made when me and her died we didn't hear him at all
2: oh my god he came home early didn't he
5: no sir i will not let you hurt my son again
0: you dare to disobey me woman i will not stand this insolence again see this? You see this? This is your fault,
3: and you're going to pay! If I had a doctor that night, I would have been fine. They said my mother must have slipped and fell down the stairs, but that's not true.
5: In the file we found today, it said that you ran away prior to your mother's death. If that's not true, where did your father hide your body? He buried me next to
3: a tree, late at night in the backyard. I feel it
2: too, Victor! What? What's wrong?
3: He's coming. He knows you two are here. I'm in trouble. I have to hide.
4: Daniel,
5: what are you doing down here? uh, uh
2: this is my friend uh, Holly. I'm just giving her a tour of the house.
5: You have a lovely basement. Oh, I'm sure. And you're giving her a tour of the basement. Why?
2: Uh just, um, just because. uh um.
5: I gotta go now. Anyway, it's, it's okay. Bye, Daniel.
2: Uh b- bye.
5: Mom? Grandpa? Don't be scared, my sweet boy. Just listen. There isn't much
2: time. You guys can't be here.
0: Mother's right, Daniel. There isn't much time, and we need you to hear what we're telling you.
5: You're a medium, honey. Like I was. Like your grandpa was. You need to help Victor and banish Cyrus
2: from this house. That's what Holly and I are going to do. We've made contact with
0: him and learned... No, Daniel. Your friend can't be involved. This is for you to do. It's a gift that runs in our bloodline. Helping the dead is our responsibility.
2: What? Why didn't either of you tell me this before? I have no idea how to help the dead. That's why Hathi's helping me. I know
4: this is confusing for you. It was for me too at first. Cyrus is focused on Holly. If she comes here with the intention of helping you, she will die. You
2: mustn't let that happen. But I don't know how to fight him without her.
0: I'm sorry, Danielle. I should have shared the things I learned over the years with you. My silence was my mistake. But please, listen to your mother and I.
2: That's me. And that's the outfit I have picked out for tomorrow. Is this what's going to happen if I let Holly help me? Daniel. We're out of time. Daniel, find the piece of paper I left in the
5: basement. The banishment is written on it. It'll all make sense. I love you.
3: Daniel!
0: Daniel! Follow through with our request. And I'll kill you just like I killed her. Daniel! You
3: bastard!
1: Daniel! Daniel, wake up! Daniel! <laughs> Are you okay?
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe you and Graham should run in town and get me some medicine or something. I'm not feeling that great.
3: Okay, but you're still acting kind of weird. I gotta go if I'm gonna get ready for going into town.
2: Uh, Oh, alright. Thanks.
4: You're welcome.
2: do this. I got Graham and christine out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, I can do this. I'll be damned. It was Mom and Grandpa. Let's see. Salt circle, candles, cut your hand and allow droplets of blood. Gross, why does it always have to be blood? Alright, now I just need a lighter. Hello? About today, I'm not really feeling up to hanging out. I've got a killer headache. We can try to get together tomorrow, though. But before I let you go, I have a major favor to ask of you, Holly. If something should happen to me, I mean, if Cyrus should kill me before we can rid this house of him, I know that my grandmother and sister, well... They'll be devastated and eventually they'll move back to the city. I'm sure of it. If and when that happens, I need you to make sure no one can ever live here again. Burn this damn house to the ground.
4: Don't be ridiculous. You know nothing can happen. It'll be fine.
2: Holly, seriously, this is important. Promise me.
4: I promise. That
5: means that much to you, you know, but nothing's gonna happen.
2: Thanks. Talk to you later, okay? Bye. Okay, bye hoping you won't have to make good on that promise. Uh, Here goes nothing. Victor, it's time, buddy. Please, step inside the circle with me, okay?
0: Victor, you're not Inside
2: the circle! Oh, it works. You're messing with things that do not concern you. Looks like you're not the only one with power in this house anymore, Cyrus.
3: I'm gonna go run this into Daniel. I'll be back out to help you unload the rest of the stuff.
4: Okay.
2: Vera puerum, hic tam, deu retensum, his verbis hunk, in uriam correga, in iternum mitse, an animam, quo eca debre. Grim, he's not in his room. Did
3: he
4: go anywhere? Nothing I know of. Daniel! Daniel! The basement. No! Christine! Wait! Christine! Listen to... Christine! Daniel! Daniel, are you
3: down here? That great-grandma Shannon and her father did?
1: Yes, he did. But at least he took the evil bastard with him.
3: And saved Victor's soul, as well as avenging everyone that Cyrus killed. I assume Holly made good on her promise. I mean, the house sure looks like she did. Yes,
1: she did. As Daniel had predicted. Graham moved back to the city shortly after his funeral with me in tow. It wasn't long afterwards we heard the news of the fire. I reached out to Holly years later. She was a good person, and I thought it was important to tell her so. She helped me piece together some of the terrible events of that time, which brings me to why I'm telling you all of this now. (sighs) Jennifer, my darling girl, when I die. Grandma. Listen, dear, just listen. When I die, the gift of our family line will be passed on to you. That's how it works. Upon the death of its current host, the power settles in the last living member of our family. Why are you telling me
3: this now, Grandma?
1: To prepare you, because your mother left this world before I did. This gift will pass to you, as it should have passed to her. I don't know why those who came before me chose to keep the power a secret, but I don't want you to go into this blindly like I did, like Daniel and our mother did. Perhaps if they had known. Well, I suppose it does no good to dwell on what could have been. You look tired, Grandma. (sighs) I'm all right. Took a little more out of me than I thought it would, revisiting those old memories. What do you say we finish cleaning up the kitchen and then I whip us up some dessert?
3: You don't have to do that. You really do look tired and I've got loads of schoolwork. How about you go relax and maybe read a little and I'll finish up here. I can check on you in a bit. Sound good?
1: Well, I suppose if you really wouldn't mind.
3: Of course I don't mind. I love you, Grandma.
1: I love you too, my dear.
2: (sighs) You did the right thing by telling her.
1: Daniel! You shouldn't do that. I'm an old lady now.
2: Maybe. But I'll always see you as my little sister.
1: (laughs) Oh, Daniel, you would say that. Do you think she believed me? I couldn't really gauge. Does it matter?
2: The important thing is that you prepared her in a way that we weren't prepared. And besides, she'll know you were telling the truth soon enough.
1: I'm sure you're right. It's so good to see you again. It's been way too long since the last time you checked in on me. Wait, what did you mean by soon enough?
2: I think you already know.
1: But I'm not ready. I I... don't
2: think anyone ever really is. I know I wasn't ready to leave you when I did.
1: But Jenny, she needs me.
2: She's a smart and strong girl. Like her grandma. She'll be (laughs) alright. Will it hurt? (laughs) Shh. Not at all. And I'll be with you the whole time. Just lie back. Close your eyes. It'll all be over soon. Jenny. She... You'll still be with her, like I have been with you. Don't worry. Everything will be alright. Hey, sister. See, I told you it wouldn't be too bad. Let me get a good look at you. You know, I think you were better looking as an old lady. Daniel,
0: you're
3: such a jerk.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just messing with you. Come here, give me a hug. It's been way too long since I could do that. It's time to go now. I've got so many things to show you. Come on. This concludes Whispers of the Past, written by Joshua Price and Joella Freeman, with sound design and directing by Joshua Price. Featured in the cast were Maureen Boutier as Older Christine Alexis Knicker as Jenny Joshua Price as Daniel Reagan Ashley Price as Christine Reagan Joella Freeman as Graham Reagan Angela Young as Shannon Reagan Russell Gold as Grandpa Reagan Alex Price as Holly Burnett Wolfgang Phillips as Cyrus Sutton Christopher Enoch as Victor Sutton Abby Rupp as Beatrice Sutton Sally Hartman as Mrs. Harwood the art teacher, Sheila Rendon as Heather Doherty, the social worker, Jeffrey Billard as the doctor, Tom Jones as Reverend Newell, Fondelin Valentine as Shelley. Wallers included Joshua Price, Tanya Milovich, Adam Price, Mark Cadigan, Amy Price, and Barbara Price sound effects were gathered from the free sound project or self-produced. This production falls under a 4.0 Creative Commons license. Thank you very much for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this presentation. This has been a Lightning Bolt Theater of the Mind production.
0: Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen the demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you Twisted Pulp Magazine A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed worlds of the supernatural worlds of dark satire worlds of nightmarish futures Twisted Pulp Magazine If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already Think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E.com.